And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the province's Minister of Agriculture discusses the late harvest and challenges facing farmers. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy skies, the high plus 3. Fog patches developing overnight, the low 0. Tomorrow cloudy, the fog will dissipate. 30% chance of showers in the afternoon, the high 6. Tomorrow, the low minus 1. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high 8, the low 0. Friday, cloudy, the high 9, low 0. Saturday, sunny and windy, the high 13, the low 2. Sunday, sunny, the high 14, and a low of 2. Monday, sunny, the high near 18. Certainly a much better forecast today than it was yesterday for this coming week. Looks like there could be some much better drying weather by Thursday with a high of 8. Friday, cloudy and a high of 9. Saturday, a high 13. Normal high is 15 for the state. The normal low is 0. The sun rose at 6.58 this morning. It sets at 6.38 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is up north. Stony Rapids at 8 degrees. The cold spot in the southwest corner, Cypress Hills at minus 4. Estevan and Saskatoon both plus 3. Swift Current 1. Weyburn 5. Yorkton is also 3. In Regina, cloudy and 4 degrees. That's 39 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 8. Humidity 86%. The barometer rising 102.7. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 3 degrees. Winds are from the west at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 4. That's 39 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit gowancanada.com for more information. Harvest is expected to remain stalled for several days across the Saskatchewan Grain Belt. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says wet snow in parts of western Saskatchewan will make harvest a challenge for many farmers. Well, it's obviously it's uh, come to a halt with the snow that we received in the southern part of the province, Jim, and probably will be for, you know, a, a number of days. It's going to take a few days, obviously, to get rid of this snow and then obviously going to take uh, quite a few more days for it to dry down to a point where we can get into the fields. Obviously, it will be challenging. The snow did lay a lot of the crops down, so it's going to be challenging and slow. And I just encourage everybody to be cautious out there and take their time. And I know everybody's getting a little anxious, so just be careful out there. How much snow did you get down at Five Lake on your farm? Well, I'm I'm not sure. I, I'm thinking we're probably six, eight, ten inches of snow, probably, uh, Jim, in there. And of course, it was heavy, wet snow, and uh, it broke some trees. So obviously, if it's breaking tree branches, it's going to lay a crop down, and it has done that. So some say that you know the crop may bounce back up a bit, but you know that remains to be seen. But it's going to be it's going to be wet out there now in the fields, and it's just going to be a, a few challenges. That's for sure. Are expecting grade loss and yield loss? Well, yeah, you know, I'm sure there will be. Uh, the rain we had a few weeks ago is obviously had downgraded uh, the cereals to a point. Canola, you know, can, can take some of this, but it'll probably be a weight loss and probably, you know, and maybe further downgrading of, of cereal crops as well. What percentage would you be done at home? 
We are just uh, just over 50%, and that's probably kind of the norm in the area. There's there's some that are, are higher, significantly higher, but some, uh, some aren't either. So that's where we're at. Are you looking at any kind of support programs at this stage? No, not at this stage, Jim. I, you know, I'm very confident in the programs we have in place, uh, you know, with the crop insurance. Uh, I know there's some challenges around egg stability and, and, you know, we're looking at future proposals that we're looking at and changing that. But I think with crop insurance and those types of things that we have in place, I'm comfortable there that people have access to the opportunity. And I mean, we got to wait and see. We could we could have a phenomenal, nice October and November. It wasn't long ago. It wasn't many years ago. Uh, I think it was about three or four years ago where we finished in November and took it all off dry. So uh, I'm hopeful we'll we'll get a nice month of weather here yet. When do you expect to wrap up, or is it really too early to tell? Well, it is too early for us. I mean, you know, uh, we're half done. We're, we need a we need a good week, or maybe a little more, because it's just going to be slower going now on our operation. So. It's, it's going to take some time, and I'm sure others are in the, in the same position. It's just going to be a little slower going now. David Merritt is the Minister of Agriculture in Saskatchewan and farms at Fife Lake, about 215 kilometres southwest of Regina. Close to 1,000 hail crop damage claims were made in the third week of September across the prairies. The president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association, Rick Omolchenko, says farmers were hit by several storms between September 15th and 20th, but the worst was on Tuesday, the 17th. Well, we got over 1,000 claims uh, through that time period. Uh, it ranged from pea size, marble size, golf ball size hail uh, with lots of rain in it. Uh, some reported areas were up to five inches of rain, so it's really wet out there, and uh, the damage was pretty bad. These crops are pretty ripe and ready for harvest, and uh, it hit them hard. Where was the worst hit areas in Saskatchewan? So far, I'm noticing it's more in that Ituna, Yorkton area, but it's kind of, there's some hit and miss areas all over the place, but that Ituna area got really bad. So tell me a little bit about uh, the request to farmers to make sure they leave check strips. Yeah, uh, we'd really appreciate it. I know we're trying to get out there as fast as possible, but with this, with the amount of moisture and everything, and that should slow down some combining too. But uh, access to the fields until they kind of dry up a little bit might be an issue also. But please leave. If they get out there, the farmers, uh, please leave some strips. Call your CCHA member companies to know exactly what to leave. But if you leave those 20 feet by 30 foot squares uh, on all the corners in the, in the middle, that'd be pretty good. But some, you know, the more you leave, the better it is. The more we can see, the more we'll get a, a fair assessment. Now, these 1,000 claims, tell me a little bit more about this, the size of hail. How big an area did it hit at times? It's mostly that east central where it hit and went into Manitoba a lot. Manitoba probably, uh, in the last little bit, tripled their claims from what happened during the season. From earlier on, they didn't have very much, continued on right now. And like there's like, yeah, they tripled since that time. Saskatchewan, uh, our claims are the highest in Saskatchewan right now compared to Alberta and Manitoba. But it was pretty devastating with the, you know, the ripeness of the crops. Not a good time to have a hailstorm. Overall, this season, what is the crop hail claim numbers? Average, below or above? We're, I think we're getting above average now. Uh, I know the uh, loss ratios are going to be high. I'm not sure if the companies what is going to come out to in the end, but I know they're going to be a lot higher than uh, they have been in the last couple of years. We're trying our best to get out there. I know we're trying to keep ahead of the combines. We're trying to keep ahead of the moisture and get out there and do these things as fast as possible and get the money in the farmers' hands and so that they're taken care of and, and you know they can move on with their life. Rick Omolchenko is the president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association.
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A soil science workshop and seminar will be held in Regina at the Wiscana Country Club in early November. Sponsored by Caltech Ag, the three-day workshop runs November 5th, 6th and 7th. Owner-operator Kellen Huber says the workshop will look at all aspects of soil health. Well, one of the key topics that we're going to be talking about at the uh, soil health workshop in November is actually the base saturations and how does that affect today's farming. So understanding the base minerals in the soils plus understanding the chemistry and the interactions of those minerals. So that's a key thing in today's farming of actually trying to help uh, get return on investment in today's farming. Outline some of the key speakers and their topics. Well, world-renowned speaker Neil Kinsey, who operates in 24 countries around the world and has been teaching the Albrecht soil base saturation method, has been a tremendous effect. He's actually holds some world records in actually wheat yields in Australia. It's understanding the soils, and Dr. Albrecht started back in the early 1930s, all through the 19, up to 1970s, when uh, Neil Kinsey actually became involved with him and has carried on that legacy. So Dr. Albrecht is a um, renowned researcher who has passed on, but he is the guy that invented base saturation. So what are some of the other uh, speakers that you've got and topics of discussion? So another gentleman is uh, Rod Lively with A Better Way to Farm out of Mount Sterling, Iowa, and he's had 27 years of experience, and he's worked with some of the top yielders in North America and predominantly in the United States. Like just an example, last year he had 53 growers in the top five in their individual states in corn and soybeans and wheat. So it's not just... Rod just doesn't work exactly with corn and soybeans. He works with hemp. He works with all different kinds of crops. It's just understanding the soils and trying to get the maximum yield with a return on investment portfolio program. And the second gentleman is actually a a gentleman by the name of Steve McQueen. He is out of Tilsonburg, Ontario, and he has been really researching soil sciences and biostimulants. And what he means by that is talking about different hormones. There's a lot of people in the industry that are trying to change the hormone structures in plants, which may be beneficial and may not. And Steve will really kind of help you understand more of why you want to change the stimulation of the plant. What's the registration deadline and ticket fee and where is it being held? So it's being held at the Wascana Country Club November 5th, 6th and 7th here in Regina. Registration is before October 27th, and ticket fees are $5.99 for the event. I'm just trying to keep a real uh, low-key, not putting a lot of money in it. I don't make a whole bunch of money on it. Uh, I just basically am doing it to cover the cost, and I'm really passionate about agriculture, and I'm just helping farmers who are struggling right now, especially with uh, yield and with maturity of grains. Uh, It's really going to be beneficial for them. The Soil Science Workshop and Seminar runs November 5th to 7th at the Wiscana Country Club in Regina. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall is Wealth. 
For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for feed barley rose $5 at one forty six forty seven. Canola went up a dollar fifty at four hundred eleven dollars sixteen cents. Oats gained twenty one cents at one seventy four eighty nine. Yellow peas increased four dollars at two eighteen fifty four. Number one red spring wheat fell two dollars and four cents at two fifteen forty six. The rest were all unchanged. Durham two sixty seven zero six. Flax four eighty five ninety three and feed wheat one forty seven seventy nine. A lot of changes, mainly because it's the first of the month, and it seems that's what's happening a lot at the beginning of every month now, a lot of changes in the prices. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is down 9 cents at 5.34, and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180, or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 1st. It was Assiniboia's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.92. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Canner cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.65. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.98 cents to $1.15. There weren't enough feeders in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,700 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 118 to 141 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling a range of 121 to 141 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices are trading lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up three basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3243. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.41 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are up, with all regions coming in higher relative to the previous day. If the trend holds, cash markets could be in the early stages of their seasonal recovery from the autumn lows that developed, on average, in the first week of October. Daily pork cutout value is starting to turn higher after hitting weekly lows two weeks ago. The value of the carcass is still amid historical marketing week lows, but incremental increases in value have been the net result in recent days. Lean hog features continue to trade within the new range that started to develop after the last positive trade news regarding Japan and the USA reaching an agreement in principle on a trade deal. Yesterday, the market saw gains over the course of the session, but this morning, futures have backed off after bumping against its recently established resistance levels. The market will likely struggle to make gains outside of the upper range following the bearish quarterly hogs and pigs report that was published on Friday, and in the absence of any new development. And the outlook today, cloudy and a high of three, fog patches developing overnight, the low zero. Tomorrow, cloudy, the fog patches lifting, 30% chance of showers in the afternoon, the high six, the low minus one. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's plus four. That's 39 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.